to The Fulfilled Accountant, the podcast that teaches you how to actually enjoy your work as an accounting or finance professional and have a life. Learn the tools to live with less stress and feel fulfilled, happy, and valuable while also creating the success you desire in your career. If you're finished playing the game by outdated rules, you're in the right place. I'm your host, former accountant and multi-passionate entrepreneur turned life coach, Sarah Nemechek. When you're working with numbers in business, you tend to make a lot of decisions, and those decisions are very visible and can have a big impact on lots of people, even the small decisions sometimes. And because there's a lot of pressure associated with these decisions, it often feels easier to not make decisions, to delay, avoid, ask others, research, and just hope they take care of themselves somehow. This is what we call indecision. What is indecision? Indecision is what happens when there's a decision or choice to be made, but you do not actually make a decision and act on it. The reason doesn't really matter. The result, though, is that a default mode of inaction is chosen and the actions that would follow the decision stay in limbo in an open loop. A lot of people tend to spin in a pattern of indecision instead of making decisions and moving forward. This goes beyond decision fatigue, which is the decreasing ability to make decisions when you're faced with making decisions all day long. This ongoing open loop of unmade decisions exhausts you and holds you back, and it holds back the people that you work with, keeps them from making the desired progress in their work and your work. In practice, this looks like avoiding a task, procrastinating on something that needs an answer or an action or constantly seeking and waiting for input or feedback from someone else instead of just deciding and moving forward. I get it. There are times when input and collaboration are appropriate. Maybe you don't have the authority to make certain decisions, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the times when you've been given full permission and the role to take the lead and do your job by making choices and implementing them. A lot of times problems come up as people get promoted and take on new roles and expand their reach. But this can also happen at any level or any decision. And that's why it's so important to talk about this today. The decision you're trying to make could be as simple as deciding whether to file a return for a particular state, whether a particular deduction should be taken, or even just to what account to classify an expense. Or it could be a much larger feeling decision like which candidate to hire, whether and when to terminate an underperforming or non-performing employee, or if you want to stay in your current job or your industry or leave. If you think this indecision only impacts you and your own efficiency or time management and your feelings, you're wrong. Every decision you are not making right now impacts the people around you. It can interrupt workflow for your direct reports and your supervisor. It can delay completing work for a client or cause inaccuracies and frustration in communications with your clients. It can result in wasted or lost time and money, and it can impact your personal relationships. That is why we are talking about this issue of indecision today. It's extremely common, and it tends to either go unnoticed or be something that feels impossible to change or not important enough to change because you aren't really thinking about the impact it's having. Today, I'm going to talk about how to recognize indecision in yourself and your team, why you struggle with indecision in general, and what you can do to overcome it and start making more decisions with greater ease, clarity, and confidence. Making decisions using the method we cover today will ultimately save you and your company time, energy, and money. 
even if you make the wrong decision sometimes. Yes, I see you, and I know that that is a real concern for most of you. First, let's identify the way that indecision presents itself in your daily life and work. Because you may not recognize your current way of operating and making decisions as a problem that exists or that can be changed. Indecision looks like constantly weighing the pros and cons, mulling over a decision, seeking more information and continually doing more research, asking for opinions from others, pulling the crowd, waiting for a while so you will become more certain as time passes. And the one that feels true for so many people but really has no actual impact on the decision is when you believe that if you simply had more information or more time, you would become more certain about the decision. It really doesn't work that way. You may be listening and thinking, all of this seems to make sense, seems kind of obvious. So why do we all get stuck in indecision so often? There are lots of reasons. Perhaps the biggest reason that humans avoid decisions is the fear of being wrong or being judged. The repercussions of being wrong or getting it wrong could be as serious as losing your job, being sued, losing your license to practice, but that's pretty uncommon. And the more benign but also terrible feeling thing that people fear, and that is usually the thing that's stopping our decisions, is the fear of looking stupid, feeling stupid, or being embarrassed, being judged. When you want to avoid being wrong by yourself, it's common and very comfortable to fully or partially outsource decisions to other people. That's one of the most common ways I see people do this. Because when you outsource to someone else, you get to share in the blame if something doesn't work out as planned. It's why when you're uncomfortable saying yes to buying something, you say things like, let me check with my boss or let me ask my spouse. If you've been given the position to make decisions at work or at home, you want to learn to make them and move forward so you can effectively perform your role and complete your responsibilities. A lot of accountants fear the responsibility that comes with making these types of decisions, whether they're financial or operational, especially when it comes to tax decisions. However, that is the role that you are filling. That is why you were hired. That is why you were given the role. That is why you were promoted. That is why you are where you are. So it's time to build your confidence and make the decisions. Similar to the fear of being wrong is the fear of wasting time or money. What if you decide, take action, and then find that the path you chose didn't work out how you planned? What about all that time or money that you wasted? Well, what if you didn't see it as waste? What have you learned from what you did? Whatever the outcome from a decision and an action that you took, you have now learned something. You've learned what didn't work and you have some great data for your next decision, especially when you're doing something that's very new or very different. It's almost inevitable that you will make a decision that doesn't work out as planned and you need to create the data so that you can learn and grow, especially if you work for a small firm or company or somebody who's really spearheading something in a new industry. Here's the thing about decisions. If the choice is not obvious based on the information you have, there likely isn't a right or wrong decision. There is only the decision you make and what you learn from it. In a lot of cases, you can make your decision be the right decision just by implementing it and committing to it. But in other cases, it's just something where you have to decide. We aren't always able to know everything before we make decisions. Life is not built upon certainty. We wish that it was, but it is not. Your job is to make a decision based on the information and knowledge that you have at the moment and then trust yourself to deal with whatever comes from that decision. 
In the case of a tax return, you may learn additional information after implementing a decision. If that's the case, you know that you're capable of filing an amended return, paying a penalty, and moving forward. It was the right decision at the time based on what you knew at the time, and you know what to do if it turns into a wrong decision based on new information later. And that said, we are all human. You might make a mistake sometime. Same issue. You know how to move forward from a mistake and fix it, and it's totally normal. The more you make them and practice this, the easier the process is and the more normal it becomes, which makes all the other decisions easier for you. Making decisions and taking action is a requirement of all leaders, and that's true at all levels of leadership. Decisions that are acted upon create data. You need data to evaluate, learn, and grow. If you sit around not making decisions, you create no data, and you will basically never learn the answer to the question you are debating and researching. Making one decision after another, taking action, evaluating, and making more decisions is the cycle of building a business, making scientific breakthroughs, and increasing your own knowledge and skills. It is critical to do this over and over if you want to get to higher levels in your career, build your expertise, and provide excellent client service. Your client will be much happier if you file their return, complete their financial statements, and give them a result that needs a little fine-tuning later than if you sit on the project and never actually finish it because you can't decide what stance to take. Sometimes you may think that waiting and letting some time pass will help you decide. Did you know that once we have done a minimal amount of fact-finding research about our options, most of us make our decision in about five minutes? Yep, we know our decision pretty much instantly. All that time that we think we're making a decision and weighing our options and being diligent about how we make decisions, we're actually just looking for justification for our decision. We can do that for weeks or months if we don't put a deadline on communicating and acting on decision. So use that to your benefit when you're making decisions. Two other common issues are when you aren't really sure what result you actually want Or if you do know what you want, you worry about whether pursuing that or communicating your decision about it will impact other people's feelings negatively. I see this one a lot with clients who are stuck on things like how to handle an issue with an employee, whether or how to ask for a raise or promotion, or even how to handle their own schedule and workload. I find that asking lots of clarifying questions followed with lots of whys to be effective in dealing with this type of indecision. Okay, now we've covered some of the more common reasons that you struggle with indecision, and we've talked about why you would want to get past the indecision and simply decide and take action. Now, how do you actually do that? I've dropped a few ideas here and there as we've gone through so far. And of course, my favorite go-to method for everything is to ask yourself lots of questions and different questions to get yourself thinking in a way that is different than what you've been doing so far. So the first thing you can do is to start by noticing that you're not making a decision. You can use the list that we've gone through to help you recognize any patterns that you might be operating in to help you identify when you're in indecision. Ask yourself if it's a problem that you haven't decided the thing and why is it a problem or not a problem. Sometimes just realizing that it's actually causing you some kind of problem can push you into making a decision and feeling good about it. For example, when you notice that avoiding a particular decision is causing you to work extra hours or holding up your team or even leading to uncomfortable or even avoiding client conversations, you might find yourself feeling very motivated to decide. 
Another tactic is to list all the possibilities that you're considering. This helps when you have unclear outcomes or general spinning and overwhelm issues. List at least four things when you do this, not just two, because that will help you avoid the either or all or nothing thinking that comes from I'm either going to do this or that, because actually there's usually all sorts of possibilities that you can work through. Then once you have your list, choose one and trust yourself to make it work or take additional action after you've tested it. If you truly are doing something that's very new and never been done by you or your company before, of course you're going to need to experiment, but you've got to make your list and then work through it. Pick one, try it out. And I just want to, as an aside, mention that deciding to do nothing is an option. It tends to look like continuing to do the same thing that you're already doing or not doing. So I just want you to be on to yourself there when you're like, oh, I just won't do anything. That is a choice. Next, you can ask yourself why you don't want to make the decision. Sometimes it's just that it might feel heavy or you're, you're, you have a fear that you want to avoid. I like to say, what would happen if you make the decision? Play out the scenarios. Usually when you look at what could happen, you can see not only that none of the decisions are life-ending, life-shattering, etc., they are also very manageable, something that you can totally handle. And finally, look at a decision as simply committing to something, committing to an action and a thought or belief. Remember that making a decision is a way that you create power in your life. Look at the ways that you will feel more powerful, relieved, and energized once you decide and take an action. Every decision you aren't making is an instance of not being powerful and taking control of your work and your life. I hope you'll take everything you learned here today and apply it to the decisions in front of you this week. What decisions are you avoiding? Why? What would happen if you made every decision right now and then spent the rest of the week implementing the decisions and learning from them? Commit to yourself today and follow through and see what changes for you. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in and remember to come back for more each week to keep your brain operating at its highest level so you can enjoy your accounting and finance career while also having a life you love. Want even more tips on living a life you love while feeling less stressed and more fulfilled in your accounting and finance work? Get on my email list where I share new perspectives every week. Seriously, I think you'll enjoy these emails. Sign up at the link in the show notes or by visiting my website at sarahnemachek.com.